You're listening to the Good Christian Podcast. We're not saying that we're always good Christians, but this is always a good podcast for Christians to listen to. I'm your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of the Good Christian Podcast. As you know, I don't normally hit on current events with this podcast too much, uh, but right now we're in the middle of one that kind of can't be ignored. So I'm dedicating this episode to talking about the coronavirus as I think it's really important for all of us and maybe in more ways than many of us are thinking. Um, You know, when you think coronavirus, everyone's thinking quarantine and fear and wanting to stay healthy. And then on the other hand, we're also thinking about social media, Netflix and uh, Hulu and all those other things that go along with it. And I kind of want to talk about uh, a Christian's role in the coronavirus, what it looks like, what we should be spending our time doing. This is actually coming from a blog post that I did recently, which you can find on dailyps.com. This will be the latest one up. I'll actually post it with uh, this podcast episode. Um, But I was basically asking the question, where is God during the coronavirus pandemic? And I think that a lot of us are quick to blame God. I saw quite a few articles about it saying it's God's wrath, it's this, it's that. You know, whatever it may be, that doesn't really matter. I think that what matters is really our response during this time. So again, asking where God is during this time, I don't think is the right question. As a matter of fact, I believe that God is saying, where are you? Where are my people that are called by my name? Where are Christians right now as I've called them to be my hands and feet in the world? Uh, Ephesians 2.10 says that we're created to do good works. God made us to do good works. And my question right now that I'm posing to a lot of people is, what good works are you doing right now? And I know most people respond with, well, Alex, we're quarantined, like can't, can't really do anything. And, you know, really that's, it's just an excuse at the end of the day. You can still do good even if you're quarantined. You can still use your time effectively and efficiently during uh, this season that we're going to be going into here of quarantine life for all of us. And, uh, you know, I'm going to really tread carefully here because uh, I'm so thankful that all of you listen to this podcast and I do my best to not offend too many people at one time, as you know. But uh, the the blog post I did for this was really um, people liked it people didn't like it and people really didn't like it. So I had all those different things kind of uh, go along with this blog post. I'll let you read it for yourself and and be the judge of that. But I think a lot of people aren't wanting to be called out right now. They want to be able to use this as an excuse. And I think that Christians are right there with the rest of the world. And, uh, you know, I'm going to share with you my, just being completely transparent, as you all know, uh, my journey with stepping into this quarantine time and kind of the fear that comes along with a pandemic like this that we've never seen before. Um, first day that I realized, okay, I'm now in a remote worker. Like after I got all my teams transferred over, trained up, everyone was doing good. I've got about uh, 50 people that uh, I'm really responsible for. And I got all of them trained up and ready to go remote and it all went fine. And then I kind of realized, I'm like, well, I don't really need to wake up for anything anymore. And well, I, I, you know, I don't have a, you know, I don't have to get dressed. (laughs) Like I can just kind of do whatever I can. It doesn't really matter anymore. And initially I had the same response that I think a lot of us have all had, which was, I can finally catch up on some TV shows, which side note here, one of the shows I caught up on was The Mandalorian. I hadn't seen the last three episodes and it was awesome. I highly recommend it, um, but that's completely opposite of what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So maybe later. Anyway, so I started watching more TV, which is something that I don't do. I usually watch TV for maybe two hours a week total, which is just a movie with my wife uh, once a week. Um, But I was watching TV every day. And I started drinking more, not like getting drunk or anything like that, but just having a drink with dinner. And usually I drink maybe once every other week. 
And so it was like every day doing that as well. I turned off my alarm. I just started waking up whenever, going to bed whenever. All these things that I was doing were very counterproductive. And, and by the way, real quick, you know, I, I, we call this the Good Christian Podcast. But in the in- intro, I say, uh, I'm not saying we're always good Christians, as you can now tell. Um, I fit the mold real well there of not always being a good Christian. And that's truthfully because I believe that God has called us to a lot more during this time than, than many of us have stepped up to do. Because what I just shared is how most people that I know have been acting. They've been doing that same thing. And I get it. Initially, it's kind of shock. You're not really sure what to do. But I, since then, I've bounced back. I mean, it's only been a week and a half now or two weeks, I guess, of, of this whole quarantine thing. But I really realized quickly when I was spending time with God that this is not the way he wanted me to act. So I want to kind of go into that today in this episode. I want to talk about what God wants us to do during the coronavirus, during this quarantine, like how we should be acting, what we should be doing. And I want to start off with reading a Bible verse, and it's in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. The Bible verse says, When I shut up the heavens and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Uh, this is kind of maybe taking this verse a little bit out of context, or maybe this is, you know, who knows what I'm about to do here, but it's, it's good. All right. Trust me. Um, I just want to really mention three things that this Bible verse speaks to that have happened in the last six months. It starts off with talking about when God shuts up heaven and there is no rain. I don't know if you remember, but Australia just finished the biggest drought that it's ever had. I mean, really ever had, they're saying they don't even know how they're ever going to be able to recover from that. Um, so that's like, there's no rain right there, right? Next thing was, or command the locusts to devour the land. Um, it was estimated that in East Africa this past, I guess it was just a couple months ago, that hundreds of billions of locusts literally came out of nowhere. No one even knows where they came from. Uh, literally ate entire cities. I mean, they ate everything they could possibly eat and then just kept on going and moving on, which is crazy. Like, no one, like where do they even come from, right? And then the last thing is heal their land. I mean, I don't know if you've been following the coronavirus closely, but clearly the whole world needs healing right now. Like we need that desperately. Um, and it's kind of crazy. This Bible verse talks about those three things. It talks about shutting heaven. There's like when there's no rain and then command locusts to devour the land, which came out of nowhere. And now heal their land, which we're you know dealing with this pandemic, the biggest sickness we've ever seen in, from a global perspective. It's really crazy to me that Second Chronicles 7, chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 7, verse 13 and 14 really talks about all these things. And I want to make sure that everyone knows I'm not like claiming this is the end or anything like that. Like I'm not a doomsday person or anything like that. As a matter of fact, whenever anyone asks me when I think the world will end or if there's like a doomsday, which is a weird question anyway, but I do get it sometimes. I always say December the 1st, 2808, um, which is a very specific date. I know, but there's a song that I really like that references that day as doomsday. So I like the song so much I decided, okay, that's probably it. But here's the deal. I, I say that jokingly because it doesn't matter. And But I can tell you that this isn't going to be it. Like we're still going to recover from this and move on. As a matter of fact, just to kind of give you peace of mind, if you're somebody who's like kind of really freaking out about this or feeling anxious or anything like that or full of fear, first off, you need to stop watching the news. Got to stop watching the news. To keep up with this, you should be spending less than two minutes a day getting your update. If you're doing anything more than that, then you're wasting your time. Um, the White House, uh, Dr. Bricks, I, I think is how you say her name. Anyway, she talked about how the data from March um, doesn't actually match what really 
uh, we're seeing with this coronavirus. Like it's not near as deadly as what everyone, other countries are saying and mainstream media is telling us. It's not even close, like not in the same bracket at all. She anticipates that we're going to see very few deaths from this in moderation compared to what other people are saying in mainstream media. As a matter of fact, our president is really trying to silence mainstream media from scaring so many people because what they're sharing is not true. It's not fact. Um, and again, going back to that, if you're spending time watching the news, you need to stop because what you're seeing is not true. Um, there is no requirement for them to tell the truth. All that they tell is what gets people interested to continue watching. So just know that there is no truth coming out of mainstream media right now. All it is is trying to keep you engaged in watching. So they're making up stats and things to keep you engaged. They have no accountability with this. Uh, our President Trump is doing a fantastic job trying to get some accountability in there so people can stop being scared. But anyway, I'm telling you that to make sure you understand that like this isn't the end of the world and this isn't going to kill everybody. Um, and also, uh, Ben Shapiro, somebody I admire in this space, had a doctor, which I'm not even going to try to say his name, but you can look up the interview. I'll have a link to it. He talked to somebody about who's really on the front lines of trying to find the, the cure for this or the, um, the vaccination to, to keep it from happening again. And he was talking about this doctor was saying that the coronavirus isn't even near as deadly as a normal flu. Yes, it's killing more people because more people are getting it. It's highly contagious, but it's not nearly as deadly as anyone first thought. He compared it to basically a very aggressive cough and anybody with a good immune system are, is going to be fine. So, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't quarantine. That's still, I think, the smart thing to do, um, especially for people that are older that, uh, you know, a serious cough would actually kill them. Um, we need to be really careful with that. So I don't think we're doing anything wrong. But again, I want you to have peace of mind. This is not what the world is making it out to be. You're going to be fine. We're all going to make it through this. Now, with that said, get ready for um, me to get pretty intense here. The rest is going to be pretty intense. So, you know, I want to talk about what's going to happen in the future of this world. I think that the economy will be stronger than it ever has before when this is done in a few months. I imagine by fall, we'll be seeing uh, the V curve back up to the highest we've ever seen the economy. Um, and honestly, the world will be healthier than it's ever been before. The one place I don't think we're going to be stronger in the entire world is from a biblical perspective, from a Christianity perspective. We are like just completely failing with what we should be doing right now. And I want to talk through this right now, because again, going back to Second Chronicles 7, verse 13 and 14, it ends with saying, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So there's three things I want to share with you today. These are the three things that we should be doing as Christians right now. Notice that watching Netflix, watching the news, playing on social media are not things that I'm going to mention right now. They're not things that we should be doing. So first off, what we should be doing during this coronavirus and this, this quarantine that we're in is number one is we should be humbling ourselves. Humbling yourself can mean many different things. But right now, what it means to me the most is going out and doing something for someone who can't return the favor. You've got to go out and start taking care of people. There are people who are literally starving right now. They lost their jobs. They can't eat. But you're busy being selfish and not humbling yourself by sitting around playing on social media, trying to gain more followers, trying to get more people to watch your live videos, or sitting around binge watching 20 different series on streaming services that you want to watch. And, and yes, I am being harsh right now, but truthfully, if you are doing these things, you are not doing what God has called you to do. Could you imagine if Jesus was alive right now? Just think about that. If this is when Jesus was walking the earth, do you think that he'd be like, oh, thank God, I'm finally going to get caught up on these 10 series or can't wait to watch Tiger King tonight? Like, Jesus wouldn't be doing that. Jesus would be doing something very different and it's showing a huge lack of humility and selfishness. Any of us that are not willing to get out of our comfort zone right now and do things that the world needs us to do as Christians. So 
That's the first thing I'm saying. And I probably like lost half the listeners right there. And anyone who is not listening or angry about what I just said now, then that means that you need to humble yourself. Because if this makes you uncomfortable, it means that you're not complying with it, which means that you're out of you're out of you're out of line, you know, like you're just living wrong. So, uh, you know, remember, I love all of you. This is gonna be a little bit harsher just because I'm seeing Christians act no different than the world right now. And that's a serious problem. So anyway, I'm going to continue moving on now. I, I digress for a moment here. Uh, number two, this is the second thing we should be doing during this uh, coronavirus quarantine, praying and seeking God's face. Number two, praying and seeking God's face. Going back to what we're doing with our time right now, how much time, additional time that you now have, have you been actually seeking God's face? Have you really been praying? Have you been doing these things? You know, I, I think the answer for most of us is going to be no, because if I were to look at your screen time right now on your phone, it's probably through the roof. Uh, some of the stats are showing that the amount of time people are spending on their phones is 3x what it previously was. And it was already like it was already unbelievable. The accountability that we have to tell God how much time we wasted on our phones was already a lot, but now it's 3x what it was. Um, that's a serious thing that we all really need to take into consideration. Um, praying and seeking God's face. That's what this Bible verse is telling us to do, that we have to be willing to pray. We have to be willing to seek God. And now is the best time to do that. Honestly, uh, God answers the prayers of the people that seek his face the most. God answers the prayers of the people who seek his face the most. God doesn't pick favorites, but he is closer to some of us than others. And that's on us, not on him. When you're really close to God and you're praying, God is going to answer your prayers over somebody else who's just like, God, I need this right now. And, you know, that's up for debate, I'm sure. Some people don't agree with that necessarily. But here's the deal. If, if God and I have a relationship where I'm literally walking with him all the time, you best believe that if I ask him for something that, you know, other people aren't asking for, he's going to answer that prayer before he's just going to answer one of your random ones. It's all about that faith and that connection with God. And right now, we need to do that. We need to be seeking God in a way we never have before. If we expect to have healing in our land, then we need to be, uh, man, we need to be on it right now. So I want to really challenge you to think about that. Up your time with God. Be willing to cut out TV for a little bit. Put your phone away for a little bit. Seek God's face and really pray. The goal there is to know Jesus and to be known by him. It's not to check off a list of some form of productivity you're having. It's No, it's to sit down and really say, I know God and he knows me. And if you get one thing from this, let it be that. Like we have got to get serious with our prayer life right now. We've got to be serious about praying for the world. And even more importantly, we've got to be serious about seeking God's face, just getting quiet before him in his presence, showing our faith that we still rely and trust him. So number three, the third thing I mentioned here, what to do during the coronavirus quarantine that we're in, turn from your wicked ways. Now I'm going to go back into some things I've already talked about. Here's how you turn from your wicked ways right now. You exercise self-discipline. That is the wicked ways right now, is the lack of self-discipline. In Matthew 25, Jesus refers to a servant as wicked simply because he was being lazy. You know, if Jesus calls someone wicked for being lazy, for just not doing something, then imagine uh, imagine what God's saying to us right now. And and here's the deal. I'm going to share some stats with you that I've actually contributed to in the wrong way. So I say this in full humility. By the way, this whole thing, like I'm not claiming to be better than anyone else. I already shared that I, I was drinking too much. I was watching too much TV. I, I got on my routine that God's told me to get into. My time with God wasn't even having any depth. I've been doing all this wrong as well. And it was the last last week I've really stepped up and said, you know what, God, I need to get right with you. And I need to be part of the solution, not the problem. So I'm sharing these stats and things like that. I helped contribute to these in a bad way. So I say this all as humbly as I possibly can today. So some of the stats, first off, this is the, the one that's obvious, but video streaming services are up by an average of 36% in the month of March. So 36% more people are now watching and spending time on there. 
Um, Off-premise alcohol and liquor sales is up by an average of 30 about 30%. I'm looking looking at the stats right now. So by about 30% more alcohol is, be, alcohol is being consumed right now. And the last thing, which this is a stat I never thought I'd give on this podcast, but uh, Pornhub, um, I guess it's like, it's where I guess you go for pornography these days. Um, sorry to share that information with you, but um, it's up 18.5% over the last, I guess, just 15 days. And they're estimating that that will continue to grow more and more because every day they're having thousands of new subscriptions and people joining their website. So here's the deal. Turn from your wicked ways. We're wasting all of our time watching garbage on TV or we're buying more alcohol than we've ever bought before or we're starting to watch pornography because we're bored. You know, there's not a lot going on. And here's the most you know devastating stat for me out of all of them is this last one I'm going to share. And I did some of my own research on this. So it may not be completely accurate because I don't have a huge uh, place to check, but I checked with four mega churches where I have some influence. I was able to get with the pastors and find out what they're looking at and they'll remain nameless, these churches. Um, there's like attendance, although it's all online, is down by 50%. Um, but they were saying for smaller churches, they don't have the same capabilities. So some of these large churches, they estimate it's down more by 75% of zero engagement, meaning that they're not even like reaching out to people or anything like that. So let's just say, let's just for sake of, you know, uh, for stats that are kind of incomplete here, let's just say it's about 60% that churches are down right now overall. So 60% less people are, are engaged in some form of Christian community. So here's the deal going back to like, are we living in wicked ways right now? Uh, we're wasting all of our time watching TV and movies and being on our phone. Uh, we started drinking more, we're watching more pornography and we're not attending church anymore. Um, if there's a definition for wicked ways, I'd say that that sounds something like it to me. And again, I'm not saying any of this to beat anybody up, but to challenge you and say, you know what, like, are you living the right way during this coronavirus? Because we should be living differently. So, you know, kind of going back to my original idea, like we're asking God, where are you during this coronavirus pandemic? He's waiting is what he's doing. He is waiting for us to step up into the role that we're supposed to be taking. We are God's hands and feet. He wants his people that are called by his name to get up and to start doing the things that we're called to do. Now, I, I understand like we have to be more creative than previously. Like we're not going to go do like homeless outreaches or like go door to door and pass things out. Like that's not acceptable right now. I know, but there are still things that you can be doing to add value to the world and to be able to help people. There's a lot of people that are just completely freaking out right now. People that don't have faith like in God, I don't imagine how they'd feel right now. Like I'd probably believe it's the end of the world, you know, without that faith in God and knowing the promises he's told me. I don't know how I'd be able to make it through this, but our job is to help those people calm down to somehow find Jesus through this time. And we've got to find a way to stay in Christian community because that's the most powerful thing that we have, I believe, right now to be able to continue to, to grow and develop further. Sure, it might have to be through a Zoom meeting or some sort of Skype call or something like that, but we've got to find a way to continue adding value to the lives of people around us. So um, I asked a question at the very end of this blog post, and I got some comments back. And like I said, people liked it, they didn't like it, or they really didn't like it. But um, what are you doing to be the hands and feet of God during this coronavirus pandemic? That is my question to you. What are you doing? And I hope this you know, this really harsh, um, good Christian podcast episode really challenges you. Uh, if this is your first time joining us for this, please go back and listen to another episode. That's a lot more, uh, loving and kind. This one is just really me getting on to, to all of us right now. Cause I think we all need to step up myself included. So I'm challenging myself with this as well, but, um, everyone, you know, my heart, I absolutely love each and every one of you. Um, some of you've been reaching out to me more and, and man, that means the world. It keeps me so motivated to keep on doing this. And my prayer and my belief is that by the end of this whole thing, Christian faith will be stronger than it's ever been before. 
and we'll be the light to the world that we can be able to say, you know what? Christians stepped up during this time. They helped the world get through this terrible time that we all went through. Um, so let's be there for people. Check in on your close friends. I mean, this morning I, I texted a handful of people just to find out that some, a bunch of them lost their jobs. I didn't even know it because I haven't been reaching out. I've been too busy, you know, like I said, watching TV and stuff like that. But I really reached out and I've been able to connect with people in a much closer, more meaningful way. So uh, that's it for today, guys. I really appreciate all of you. Love all of you. If you want to talk about any of this, please, please, please leave a comment or email me, contact me any way that you possibly can online. I'd love to just pray with you and be able to talk, even strategy with you on how we can continue to grow uh, during this season. So I'm here for all of you. Love you all. I'll be back with you all next month. Thank you again for listening to the Good Christian Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. This really helps us to continue to impact and reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing another episode with you next month. But until then, remember that God is counting on us to be His hands and feet during this pandemic.